Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, SO Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson, owner of the squeakiest chair in podcast history. Yeah, try to get that worked out, Rob. I have been, uh, you know, really meaning to take care of that, buddy. Uh, you know, uh, you know something? I, I try not boss, to move. Well, my boss told me one time he listened back to the podcast, maybe his first and only episode. He goes, what's the going on with that chair? And I knew that it squeaked already, but I didn't know how bad they came across. So I got rivet on the spot. I've asked you about that chair and it's been like nine months. So. Yeah, that's your, that's, yeah, that's your, that's yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, how you doing? Yes, sir. Happy bur- happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thank you, Rob. Yep. You had one. We are. I didn't realize our birthdays are pretty close together. Yes, sir. Isn't that nice? May and July. Let me know when I can stop going out looking in the mailbox for for any kind of prisoner, right? I mean, uh, is there one coming? I didn't want to ask. I keep. Looking. I uh, straighten that all out with Judy. You should talk to her. Okay. All right. So there's something coming. I wanted it to be have. a surprise. Oh, well, so far it's been a surprise. Yeah. And, and surprised that I got nothing. All I've done for you. The Lord knows I, I hooked you up this week, man. I mean, I hooked you up this week big time. We don't have to talk about it, but you know I took care of you, brother. Oh. Am I right? You know, yeah, you're right. right. You I don't know how to... I'm ever going to. that. No. That's going right. to be a tough one to. Uh... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll do. Mm-hmm. Just sit up just a little bit, just yeah. so we can see what's on your chest there. Oh, uh, my oh, shirt? there you are. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you wear that shirt the whole show. Bone and training. I forgot I had the shirt on. You yeah. are definitely part of bone and training now. Oh, thank you very much. I think That's you'll fun. have more fun. You'll have more fun with us than the glue guys. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, it was my birthday. Rob, I, um, what'd you do? I, uh, I spent, I spent a couple days with a, with a bunch of floor guys, Rob. And, um, I can't tell you, man. Um, it's such a pleasure for me when I get spent time around a really, really hardworking floor men. And we always talk about how, how hard people work in this industry. Um, I had the privilege to spend time with the Lorson brothers. Uh, Lorson Brothers Custom Hardwood Floors, uh, Jeremy and David Jr. down there in Southern California. Rob, I'm going to tell you something. If I, if I commissioned an artist and I said, I want you to paint me a picture of toughness, of integrity. Paint me a picture that includes passion of hard work. Unflinching dedication to the craft. When that artist completed it, and he unveiled it and turned around and showed me what that picture would be. It would be the picture of Jeremy and David Larson. They, they are as legit hardcore floor guys as it gets. Talking to them, I mean, their standards are so high now, they've been doing it a long time, that their bodies would reject taking a shortcut, even if their minds would let them do it. I mean, freaking studs, man. Yeah, so it was really cool. And it started to be thinking, have, have you ever, remember that you've seen those pictures of like in Hollywood where they have a room full of actors and actresses that won the Academy Awards over the years? You know, there's yes. that famous pictures. Okay. Yep. If they had that picture of legendary floor guys, Lorson Brothers would be in that picture. And they would, yep, yep. Uh, yep. Go ahead. 
How long have you known these guys? I just met them. Well, actually, take it back. One of them was in a school with me he, he, 10 years ago, he said. Um, I, I, I got to be honest, I don't remember him. Uh, but uh, he reminded me that we were in a school together uh, about 10 years ago. And um, so I don't know. Yeah. So, but man, if if they had that picture, uh, these guys would represent Southern California real well. The West Coast could be proud of them. And I'll tell you something else, Rob. Um, you're when you're and people. I don't know if, how many people realize this, but when you're working doing floors in California, man, you are running with the big dogs. I mean, there's a lot of competition in there. Some phenomenal floor guys, north and south, and um, uh, you know, a lot of firsts start in California. A lot of trends start in California. A very tough place to work, and these guys. Uh, well, I'll say they represent, you know, I'll tell you something else too. And I was thinking about this on the flight home. You know, they re- these guys to me represent uh, what so many floor guys stand for across this country. Uh, I've seen I've seen these same guys in, in Louisiana, uh, William Short uh, and others. I've seen these guys in Michigan. I've seen these guys in Texas and Florida and so many other places, man. And I'm proud to say I've seen it my own brothers. I'm going to say that uh, without hesitation. Um, and if our listeners are listening to this, you know what? They're they're probably saying the same damn club, right? And I probably just described them as well. So, yeah, man, it was a it was a really treat, really a, a treat for me. And you know, when you when several floor guys get to hang out together and um, they, and they've never met each other before, there's some other guys there, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, there's an instant connection, right? An instant level of respect. You probably see it in your schools. Um. I would imagine it's the same like if two two former NFL players meet somewhere at a bar or a restaurant somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, that that level of respect is there, and it's kind of cool to see it. Um, you know, and they exchange pictures of different jobs that they've done. You know what I mean? And so, uh, in the schools, pro- in the in the schools, those guys seem to gravitate toward each other, and. Um, I love it when they really start looking out for the new guys and the young guys in during the school and you know, kind of taking them under the wing a little bit. Yeah. There's just a level of respect there, man. You know what I mean? And it was kind of cool them showing you pictures of, of their work with other guys and kind of exchanging different jobs that they were on and what have you. So, um, um, you know, there's a, there's a great sense of pride, Rob, that you only get the privilege of having through experiencing hard work. And uh, those guys, those guys earned it. And I'll, and I'll tell you, another guy that I met, spent some time with, uh, George Rivero with Jace Hardwood Flooring Company. That's uh, J-A-C-E. And it's actually pretty cool. Uh, he named it after his daughters, the initials. It's, uh, it's him, Jorge, it's Angel, Celeste, and Elaine. So I was wondering where that name came from. But George Rivera, legit, uncompromising, unwavering dedication to the craft he's unshakable dedication to excellence man these guys rob i was uh i actually i, I would put him in that picture too um and it, when i was sitting there <laughs> when i was sitting there with these guys rob you know as you get older it becomes more apparent how me and you're withering away uh, uh these, i look I, I, i'm i'm looking at these guys man these guys are bruisers man i mean you know what i mean um so we were there brother me me and you we were there rob and it's it's not our turn anymore we don't belong in that club anymore i'm sad to say uh and um 
when people talk about we're now in the we're now in the 60 over 60 club Is yeah that what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah there must be another club for those guys yeah um but you know what when people say that you know guys don't work hard anymore and this generation doesn't know how to work that i'll tell you what they're they ain't talking about these guys uh because these guys could hold their own in any generation so yeah um, uh you know something i'm glad you mentioned that because we have got to stop i don't mean we you and i i mean our generation the 60 over 60 we, we gotta start lumping all these kids together or kids yeah yeah, yeah. You know, the younger yeah. guys are like oh they're all lazy they're all the I've met way too many guys, young guys in the business, getting in, starting, been in it for a while, you know, kicking butt. They are hardworking people. I, yeah. I mean, anybody in our business is, uh, in any type of success, it's going to be, you're a hard worker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you see, you know, they just, this whole gener, this new generation just gets trashed that they're lazy and they don't want to do anything. And I, I always laugh when I hear it because I'm like, really, I don't see it. You know, I even look at my own kids. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all very hard workers, but kids who come to the school, kids I work with in the training department, everything, and they bust their butts. So I don't know, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe our dads and grandfathers used to say that about us. I don't remember hearing that, but well, I remember I mean, every generation, let's face it, it says it about the generation that's that's after them. But here's here's one thing I think about, too, Rob, is like we didn't have the distractions that these kids got. You know what I mean? We 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 didn't have fast food restaurants. <laughs> we didn't have video games. We didn't have uh, none of oh, these. Wait, wait a minute. We wait, had wait fast food. We're not. No, dude, dude, come on. No, he, he, I, I remember the first McDonald's I ever went into it was like heaven, man. It was like, I remember the first fast food hamburger I ever ate, I ever ate. It was in South Carolina on the side of a road. And it was the biggest damn hamburger I've ever seen. And I was, I was, I was in love. I mean, that was a great experience. Because what we year had, was that? It had to be like 1967, 68. So okay. you should, you could look up when fast food restaurants really. No, I'll tell you board. when I, I remember going to my first McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Nin- 1972. Was it 1972? I was 300 hamburgers in in 1972. By then, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like 1972. It could have been Andover, Mass. Yep, we got a McDonald's in Andover, Mass. So, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. But uh, so you know what? It, it occurred to me, Rob, is um, you and I have a platform, right? We're lucky to have this platform, right? I mean, this is we get we get to talk to floor people and. We're so lucky, lucky to be able to speak about guys like this, about the guys I just mentioned, and to honor them. And uh, you know what? Because, Rob, if not for you and I, then who would do it? You know what I mean? I, I would feel like it's a responsibility, and they deserve to be honored. And I say it unashamedly for these guys. I mean, we we have – I think we should do this more and talk about these guys more. There was a few other guys on the trip. That I, I can't mention everybody, but I will mention them later on in the other episodes for sure. Uh, but uh, I just came away so impressed, man. I I just I was a little bit jealous, Rob, uh, to be honest with you, because we don't we don't you know that's not us anymore. You know what I mean? We're we're, we're and it, it 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 that I feel that, don't you? Yeah, I, I told you. I've said it many times. I miss being strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not at the point where I had to ask these guys to open up my ketchup bottle for me, uh, but 
you know, <laughs> there's a difference, man. But uh, what a what a pleasure it was, and um, what a, these guys are hardworking dudes, man. And and you know what, the craft is alive, man. These guys talk about doing things right. I mean, like I said, they they they. they, they Somebody mentioned something about doing something, some easy way. I can't remember what context it was now, but they're like, they dismissed it outright. Like they rejected it. You know what I mean? Like it's not the right thing to do. And, you know, so uh, George and these guys, I mean, uh, it was a pleasure. It was probably, you know what? I had a great time on my birthday. I got some fishing in, but uh, probably the best time was uh, hanging around these guys and just seeing these guys. And, and it made me feel so uh, happy about the guys in this industry. So. Yes, sir. Now, was this a just a trip for your birthday? Is this a, uh, no? It just celebrating to, yourself and bringing people with you. No, it just happened to land on my birthday. I got a chance to go out and hang out with some guys. The the fishing trip, and um, somebody else couldn't go, so I got to go. And um, uh, so I'm I, I'm looking at the the dates, and I'm thinking to my wife, uh, hmm, I'm on the road all the time as it is, and my birthday's coming up. I sure like to do this, so. Uh, I had to run it by Judy, and of course, uh, she's the best human being on earth. She, she said, "Yep, go. Don't even think twice about it. Just go." So nice. Just please yeah. leave. Yeah, I forgot for God's sakes. Please go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, take your we, take your time on the way back. You know, yeah, get a yeah. couple more days in. So where'd you go? Where where was this trip? Uh, we were in Mexico, and um, which includes going to the beach, which means nothing to anybody else. You know, everybody else has it so much easier than me. They're, they just go to the beach. I got to look at days in advance. All right, what am I going to do about this situation? Uh, I had to go to tanning booth again. I, I, what was I supposed to do? You know you can't go out there looking this white. Come on. I, like, you ever seen an albino deer in the forest? Like, how do you not look at that? I, actually, I have. Have you really? Yes. Uh, oh. It wasn't in the forest. It was in, right in the middle of the road. I almost did it. Hmm. I thought I was uh, seeing things. So I, so you're the albino deer walking so around. I, no, no. So you I went to a, a tan, you went to the tanning I, booth. I got a tanning booth, man. And it didn't work. It worked. Okay. It was all, I mean, it wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like I still got a double dark tan and I was still snow white. What, how, what I think it's, I think it's a tanning booth at this point. I don't think it's me. Yeah, definitely not you. I mean, double dark should be at least normal. Right. So you were just expecting to walk out of there tan buff. Just right. something. Well, yeah. buff is a bit much, but the tan, I would have, you know, somewhat of a semblance of a freaking tan. I'm going to start suing some of these places. I didn't know people would tan before they go to the beach. I know. Nobody does. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. In, in Southern California, where I did this, you actually get a great rate in the summertime. <laughs> At a tan. Everybody's already tan. tan. Yeah. It's like, you know... Um, you know who needs it, right? There's a, you know, a handful of us, but there you go. Well, you're looking pretty white today. I know. I'm back to my normal. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, I didn't tan my face. I never do when I go to a tanning booth. Mm -hmm. Just no. the guns. Just no. I mean everything except my uh, my face. Okay. I mean, that would look too weird. Like, you see George? What was it? George Hamilton, that actor? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, I don't want that. Okay. And I had a little uh, had a little dispute with an airline stewardess. I don't. It never happens. I always get along great with him. I sat down the second to last row in the in the airplane. I sat next to the window, right, and I'm looking out the window, and the plane is filling up. I'm looking out the window, and something smells god awful, right? Hmm. I'm like, what? 
And then I'm thinking, I'm looking around, you know, what, what could it be and whatever. And I don't want to think that somebody threw up. I'm just trying to think, and that's not what happened. I'm turning on the air. It's not working. Finally, look at the, on the floor. You can see like somebody tried to clean it up and some, obviously someone threw up where I was sitting. Right. And I have a weak stomach that makes me want to throw up. So I moved because I thought the plane was pretty much full. I mean, and like 99% of the people were there. So I moved a few seats over and I, all right, well, this is a little bit better. So she, she says, um, is that your seat? I said, no. I, and I tried to tell her discreetly, you know what I mean? I didn't want to call it out. So I said, um, just to let you know, somebody, I think, I said, I think somebody threw up in that and it's really kind of smells pretty bad. And, uh, she looks, I don't see, she goes, I don't think, I don't think, I don't see anything visible. You're going to have to move back in your seat. Uh. <laughs> now, now Houston, we got a problem. So I went and told the other airline stewardess and, uh, she goes pretty much the same thing. I said, well, let's just put it like this. I'm not sitting there. So we got to make other arrangements. So it turned into a little bit of a thing. So, um, but they didn't kick me off the plane. No cops, no handcuffs. No, not this time. You weren't being taped. Nobody taped you no. so we could see you. Uh, no, nobody. I don't think. I don't news. I don't think I'll be on YouTube or anything like that. You know, you got to quit right before they bring out the tasers. That's when you know you got to. You got to. That's quit. when you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm. How many guys were on the trip? All floor guys. All floor guys. Yep. All floor guys, and um, you know, it's just like I said, it was just a good time. Yeah, now, so. what do you think? You've, you've done trips like this before. I've done a couple of trips like this where, um, you know, we take the contractors out fishing and you know, things like that. To me, it's I've always had so much fun on these trips, but I go back to how hard these guys work. And it just seems when you do something like this, and especially when you're with other floor guys who also, you know, know the struggle. They just seem to really appreciate a day of fishing more than, you know, maybe just going fishing with your neighbor or something like that. Yeah, and I, I think it's directly related to how hard these guys work. I mean, you know, I was thinking about this. When you get in the floor business, right, Rob, like you don't start a floor company because your family's got it going on, usually. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, there's some, some, some of the exceptions, but usually you're not starting a floor company because you guys got it going on. It's hard work. This is a this is a swing at the American dream, is what it is. What it amounts to to me, like this is, you know what? Everybody gets a shot. You know, you can take your shot. And um, um, these guys, I don't know. I can't. I'm just going to surmise with the Lorsing brothers and and George. Uh, they're successful because they got a they got a big strong back, and they ain't afraid of work. You know what I mean? And a lot of floor guys that, that, all right, well, I'll do something no one else can do. And then, um, and then he fall in love with the craft and the passion for doing it and everything. Um, so to me, uh, there's something, uh, I don't know, man, maybe uh, kind of romantic to me about it, about the floor industry, whether, you know what, you got a shot here. You, you can, you can make it here. You can, uh, you know, you can take your, your shot at this American dream, but, um, and make something for your family and uh, like George naming it after his daughters and everything, man, that's your, that's your, that's your name, your blood, sweat and tears that's on that. And it just, it cuts deeper than, and hits a little bit harder than someone that's drawing a check every week. You know what I mean? Mm. There's just a lot wrapped up into that, a lot wrapped up into that. So, um, so yeah. And they probably don't get a lot of time off like other people do. I remember when I was doing floors, man, well, part of it was my pro my fault. But I'd have friends. We'd all have friends that, you know, they get a mandatory four weeks a year. 
And, and when they take that four weeks, everything drops dead around them. They don't have to check in. They don't have to worry what happened when they're done. Then they're on vacation. They're on vacation, but it don't work like that for, for someone that owns their own business uh, at all. You're still working. So, yep, it was a, it was a great experience for me, Rob. How was the fishing? Uh, it was great. It was great. Yeah. What were you going for? Um, uh, Dorado. And we caught Dorado and tuna and I caught a Marlin. Somebody caught a sailfish. Wow. I'm deep, yeah. I'm not a deep sea fishing guy. Uh, uh, I'll tell you another, that's another hardworking profession. I'll tell you what the deckhands work their tails off and uh tip the deckhands please tip the yeah. deckhands yeah they work their tails off um and w- the reason i'm not big into into deep sea fishing is because 85 percent of it hell 95 percent of the catch goes is, is 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 the captain's success like he's putting you on fish you know what i mean so oh gosh yeah yeah so I like uh, now big marlin did they raise the marlin flag was it that kind of boat or was it a small uh, no it was, they, they raised the marlin flag yeah that's uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, pretty we cool. took some uh a few years back billy and i took some gym contractors out in florida and it was just a you know just a uh i think it was only like a half day i don't even think we were going to go for the full day or you know maybe a little bit more than a half day and they loved it though it was hot. It was a hot day, so nobody was too upset that it was over that quick, and we got back to the pool. But we uh, we caught a sailfish. Man, the the captain definitely wasn't expecting it. The flag, the sailfish flag, goes up on the boat because he was, you know, telling the first mate get that flag up there. I mean, it was huge. I was happy. I mean, the guy who, I was happy for the guy who caught it, but I was more happy for the captain and the first mate because they were hugging high-fiving i didn't realize how big it was then when we were pulling in the marina people were cheering wow. people saw the flag and they were clapping and cheering and i was like wow this is yeah it's a pretty, it was a pretty cool day yeah yeah pretty cool you know talking about this and listening to, to you talk about these guys at um kind of reminds me of some of the things i miss about doing the job day in and day out and uh, for me, I think really one of the things I miss is uh, the camaraderie of the crew. I, I I love being on teams. Always have, always will. And, um, you know, we ran some larger crews uh, when we were doing the uh, bowling alleys and stuff. And I kind of miss that, you know. Mm-hmm. Traveling with guys, working with guys, part of the team. You know, everybody keeping everybody else going, that kind of thing. Definitely Every, missed that part. Everybody listening to the podcast right now is one day going to, one day it's going to be the last day they do floors. And it might surprise them how much they will miss it. Even the grind, even the, as hard as it is and all, all what have you, there's something, no matter what, even if you, even if you, if you hit the lottery and, and get out of this, there's aspects of this job that you will miss. I agree with that hundred percent. It's the struggle that makes it great. I think. You know, it's the struggle. And I, I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but when you're struggling to turn out a floor, and especially one that was a tough one, you know, it's one thing, all right, guys build houses and the house is done and they take a look back. But I think we have more of a struggle. And I think once you've 
you achieve perfection or you get that job, you nail that job where it was so tough for so many days and then you pull it out, there's a quite a sense of accomplishment to that. Here's the strange thing about it, Rob, is uh, and, and, um, for a craftsman, is that, um, and I remember my, my, my father-in-law talking to my, my aunt one time on the kitchen table. You know, she said, God, you've been doing this for so long, how can it still be hard? Well, the reason why it's still hard is because you're always, as you said, chasing perfection, right? You're always trying to get a perfect floor. If it, if you didn't care, if it wasn't, the case, then it would just be another job and it wouldn't be nowhere near the, the, the challenge. But because you get so good, you get chiseled so fine and you get sharpened so well and you, that you get so to, uh, tuned into what you're doing. And there's also, you're always that part of you that there that you can be criticized. There's that, that you're going to be judged, right? By someone who's got a, the, the, the check in their hand. So all those things make you better and better and better and better and better and better. And then pretty soon you get to be where you're, I mean, your standard is no longer what the customer thinks. That's long gone. Your standard is your standard against yourself. And that that's kind of what keeps guys going and what have you and, and makes it tough at the same time and, and makes you just phenomenal at your craft. And these are where these guys are at. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Absolutely. You must miss uh, working with your brothers. <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> right, right now, if they're listening. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Is it you miss them and they don't miss you? Or uh, It's pretty funny. Um, hey, well, <laughs> it's probably a little of each. Right now, if they're listening, they're like, I don't miss that son of a um, <laughs> But uh, I, I, um, I do though. I do. I do. When I, when I'm around them and now, and they're on a job site, I feel like I could step right in right now and, and go. And at the same time, I know that they flat out do not need me and don't want me, <laughs> don't want me. I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, for sure, I just work with my brothers because they're my brothers. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I had uh, on my crew was two of my cousins that I grew up with and my two brothers. So there were, you know, five Johnsons hmm. plus, you know, other guys and everything were on the crew. And, uh, you know, I know if they were listening right now, they, they might be talking something different, but you know, you look back at that, you know, the old days, the old stories and everything, and everything just seems so like we had so much fun and great times. And yeah, but the, you, the struggle always gets you you never remember the struggle you only remember and i know if my brother was here sitting next to me he'd be probably slapping me in the back of the head or something right now no i remember every minute of the struggle well i actually do too i remember the struggle um i do i remember the the, the lot of the hard parts of the job man that doesn't go away i still remember that but um i think that's what link i, th I think that's what links all of us yeah everybody who's in the wood floors yeah. i think that is our one common denominator that i see everybody coming to the schools and everybody that you know you're working with and everything is we always all have that in common there was no easy way of doing this ever when when these guys got together for this fishing trip i mean in a in a matter of hours they were brothers there's no competition there's no you know what I mean? That yeah. because you know that yes. you know, you know that these guys have been through that struggle too. You know what I mean? I don't care where you come from, what your background is. If you're if you're in this job, and you've been in a long time. You you get it, and you know that the other guy gets it, and you know that most people you don't don't 
don't understand it, never will. Your best friends won't understand it. So there's there's something there that bonds us together. For oh, sure. I I remember talking about that story. Yeah, friends and family have no idea how hard you work. Mm-hmm. Friends and family have no idea how hard you work. So I guess at the beginning of this podcast, uh, Chris asked, what are we going to name this? And I thought, well, hell, I don't know. I just want to talk about the guys I met on my fishing trip and whatever. So I guess maybe this is like a, just an ode to hardworking people. Uh, the struggle. For, the struggle for, of wood floors. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, Rob, that's all I got. That's all I have to talk about. We don't have to go in much farther than that unless you got something else. I'm done. Okay. All right. Okay. He don't say much, folks, but when he does, it's a gem. Yes. <laughs> All right, Rob. Thanks very much. And um, hey, listen, uh, our, to our listeners, uh, we never take it for granted. We really do appreciate it. I would love to hear uh, some so for some floor, floor guys out there. If you want to get in touch, you, if uh, maybe you want to share your story or uh, yeah. and also f- from people that are outside the United States. Uh, we have several people that, that email us and, uh, and then text us from time to time. We always appreciate that, and uh, uh, don't be a stranger. If you feel like uh, you have something you want to uh, share with us, then please do. Maybe we can work it into the uh, one of the episodes. Other than that, thank you very much. Certainly appreciate your list- listenership. And um, it's been another episode of uh, On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Did I screw that up again? Let me think. So this has been another episode of the hell do I do that uh, on the floor with Wayne Rob? Huh. All right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne. Uh, right when I was going to get it right. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Rob? <laughs> Son of a. All right. Well, last time I swear. Easy, Rod. Easy. Easy, Rod. This has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. Mm-hmm.